back to Subtext and Discourse for part two of my conversation with Berlin-based New Yorker Lynn Margaret Brown. My name's Michael Dooney, co-owner and director of Jarvis Dooney Gallery. Like previous two-part interviews, I'd recommend listening to part one first, however the break in conversation does allow each to be enjoyed independently. So without further delay, I hope you enjoy part two of my conversation with Lynn Margaret Brown. Anyway, ask me questions because I'm talking. To, I just heard a guy from New York interviewed on NPR yesterday on the state, and I was like, "That's what I sound like when I'm talking." <laughs> it's like this really cool Jewish writer from New York, and he's like, "Stop me, I'm going." And I was like, "That is totally me," but I'm not like a Jewish writer from New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to kind of get a, um, I guess, a point in time for when the thing Please. transferred. So you. When you made the video here. So that's not the one on your website with the BMX riders and the, the cyclists. Uh, that's a separate one. It, no, but that's like the trailer for it, I think. Ah, okay. Yeah, which was my pathetic version of a trailer. But yeah, because uh, this was two years ago. Yeah, So okay. uh, that happened and then I had the opening and now I don't know what to do with it because mm-hmm. if I put it online, then I can't do it as an exhibition. Why not? Can you? I don't know these things. That's what I mean. Like people, I have... I don't know, maybe that's painters. They're like, if you show it, then you like can't have an exhibit. If you put it pu- in public, oh, okay. then you then can't you do it. Burnt it. The other <laughs> thing is that the interviews are between 20 and 40 minutes long each. Yeah. So almost like how I'm talking is how long my videos were. Mm-hmm. Who's going to show that? Like, how yeah, can you show I mean, that online? Is that possible? Could, uh, yeah, I mean, there's lots of different platforms, but you could also approach different festivals. Like, there's a lot of different film festivals and art film festivals that yeah, show stuff like that. Yeah, because this is not normal... Like and like I said, the quality isn't the best, but I mean, it's kind of what I like about it is that it's also not mm. this super high quality, which is why it's not a film film. You know, it's like film people are like, oh, what's with the sound? And, da, da, da. Oh, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> I was like, I just wanted like, I was just so happy that people were talking to me and I'm not from here mm-hmm. and that they would like, I asked personal questions in it. It's, it's, I think that's why when I put it online, even the little trailer, that so many people were watching it because yeah. they were like, who is this guy, you know, and who are these people? And I still know all of them and see them like every day. Oh, cool. Because I got really into that. The, so the, the bike thing, mm-hmm. that is totally what happened. I came and I was working and then the person I started seeing, dating, is totally part of that scene. And that all these crazy things happened to me, but his friends... Ended up taking care of me when mm-hmm. I, because I moved here, got my money stolen and lost my apartment here and was here for like <laughs> the summer and they gave me a place to stay. And I just like ended up when, when we could not even, I couldn't speak a word of German and he mm-hmm. couldn't speak to me in English. Oh, right. Okay, and he yeah. just came and like saved me. It was oh. like, where's Lynn? And I didn't have money for a, I was doing this trans art certificate, like another just to keep me in Berlin. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want like losing the boyfriend to keep me from yeah. staying here, even though I was completely devastated and his friends were the ones who came and took care of me and then I just ended up with these bike trails and I am a biker and I work for a bike organization in New York so I was like it just fit like I was like okay and then they were the people who I began getting to know because I was there every day and it's like an interesting group of guys and but will you continue working with them or doing anything else? I want to. I mean, there's a bunch of people. Uh, one of my project problems with the project is I wanted it, because um, then looking at it from a critical like eye as far as like diversity and the group mm-hmm. of people, like I didn't want it to be like 10 white kids from South Berlin who are all yeah. from the same background. And even though that sounds like horrible to say, it's true. It's like 
people would look at it and say like, well, yeah, that's what they think. And that's okay, which should be fine. But it's, it's to me not fine, even though they think I'm crazy when I'm telling them that. <laughs> and also there's like two girls and the rest are all men and, oh, and they're like girls, they're young. <clears throat> so I was like, okay, I need to, and, um, but I, it was very hard to get the other guys to come on camera. Yeah. And I have worked very hard at maintaining those relationships. Like I saw one of the guys yesterday that I really want to, and he might be in the place now to do it, but, um, and I can speak better German now. So this is yeah. like, it's funny. The project would maybe develop better, but I also want to totally change the um, questions that I ask. So like maybe start with the same, but it's like 20 questions and they're really long and they're, yeah. They're kind of great when you're writing a letter, maybe, but in a video, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, but still, you got you kind of gathered all that experience from that, yeah, from that first project and dealing with the people or learning about them, because developing your your German level and mm. it would have been, I imagine, well, it would have been, I know from my own experience, it would have been quite a cultural shock as well for how how in certain other cultures people are a lot more open and willing to talk about anything and everything and then you go to other places and people are like why are you asking me that that's really personal i i don't know you from anybody why am i going to share yeah. that information yeah that would have been a yeah i mean i was and i i and i went to i still ha i actually have six videos <clears throat> i've never even uh that i did after the opening because i promised the people like i found a bunch of women who are like really into doing this at a school like i don't know in i don't know if it was in neukon or Okay, this is going to sound bad for a Berliner person. <laughs> where are the two big statues of the guys in the water fighting? The sculpture in Berlin, where it's like the two massive... Uh, I don't know if it's Friedrich Schein, maybe? It's like oh, those right. two big silver... Uh, yeah, the molecule. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, wherever that area is, I went to a school there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Treptow? I don't know, Treptow, maybe? Mm -hmm. So I went into... It's a, near the Treptow Park. Okay, station. Yeah. that's where I went, and I videotaped... They were so great. There were like seven. Um, it was, my friend was. It's like my friend's sister was is was studying to like do senior care, like in a like getting a practicum, like doing mm -hmm. a practicum for that. And she's like, she asked her professor, teacher, if I could come in and do this. In the, I mean, this has nothing to do with art. What they're doing, they're like studying to care for senior citizens, basically. And she's like, my whole class is girls and women, and they like this idea. So I was like, all right. And that was definitely scary, too, because the teacher also wanted to be interviewed. Oh, and, wow. I, and it's hilarious because yeah. there's this like total, I think she was, was their English teacher so, who let me do it because they had to take English. You know, I ask questions like, have you ever been in a fist fight? <laughs> like, <there's, laughs> it's just hilarious, you know, and she's so straight. No. <laughs> like, next question. <laughs> like, it's just hilarious. So I, I have all this footage and yeah. I don't know what to do with any of it. I'm just like, and it, you know, and they're waiting. Like, they mm. want to see it. They're like, where is it? And are you using it? So I thought maybe I should just put it online. I don't know. Yeah, but you can also use that as a jumping off point to build on because I think even when you said other people were a bit unsure, once they've seen the result, they're like, oh, this is okay. Actually, now I want to be a part of it. And uh, you said, like, with these other girls, from the school and you went with them and even if you're building uh like a larger body of work it's sometimes well if i relate it to my own photography please do sometimes <laughs> sometimes you you're you're looking towards something where you're working towards a goal but you don't know what that goal is yet and so you can be shooting and collecting images and developing a body of work and you're like there's something here but i don't know what it is yet and oh my god i have like fifty thousand photos of bmx yeah. bikers from here <laughs> 
Like, I was never a BMX bike <clears throat> photographer before. And I have some amazing photos because I'm there every single day. It's right across the street from my house. Yeah. And that's where we meet. So I was like, what am I doing with this? I don't know. And now they get upset when I don't come. Oh, right. Because, you know, I'm documenting them and it's yeah. cool. So they want to have their, for their Instagram or whatever. And so I'm like, now I'm doing that and I have all this other footage. And so I literally, okay, so maybe when I got to Berlin, like my whole, everything changed towards photography. Mm-hmm. Like it just happened. And I don't, I think because of circumstance, but also, you know, I wasn't out there. I could sit out there and try and do drawings and stuff, but I have no place to do that and no studio and it just was it just worked out it just went it just developed in that direction Mm. so like you said i i don't know where i'm going with a lot of the things i'm doing i mean a lot of them could be amazing paintings or could be great wall pieces but i'm like and this other video stuff i don't want to give it up like people are interested in it and then i get all bogged down you know like the minutia of everyday life of like i need money and uh, but then the time flies and people are like what's going on with the videos and i kind of promise them Mm -hmm. i mean i thought it would my big idea would be like i want to do this with because i i I called it like um my corner so like berlin north to south my corner too long of a title and it was because the first instead of east and west the first place i lived in berlin was reinickendorf and now Mm -hmm. i live in mariendorf so i'm like airport to airport (laughs) and uh it's quite a different group of people who live in those places as well it gets much bigger there's a much larger like hip-hop culture and oh really wow yeah it's more like that's where those guys are from like the berlin rap artists are all from these places Mm -hmm. and then like neukolln like i've learned so much like i even know like the gang signs from all the places (laughs) it's totally insane like that's that's why i can't get a lot of people on film either a lot of graffiti artists Mm -hmm. you know they don't necessarily want to be on camera yeah so we just need to yeah. Faces. yeah, and I was like, come on, I need you guys, you know, <laughs> and they were just like, or, or you know, like someone who's selling drugs, like, you know, I wasn't, I didn't know they were doing that, but then when I was going to film them, it was like, eh. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, really? Drugs. I'm just like, that's why I can never get you. <laughs> I was like, okay. So like this whole sort of, I guess, like underground kind of that, like, I guess would be the same people I would have known in New York. It just kind of, yeah. Like on different levels, though, because it's more mixed. You know, and first, we're all crushed together. And also, it's not so like, I don't hang out with this kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, everyone's in the bar together. Everyone's like, you know, you just, you could have like a stockbroker to your left and the person next to you is their drug dealer, you know, and the other person is like a graffiti artist and another one's a doctor. It's just different. So... I don't know, here this is who I ended up with. And they, yeah, I mean, they're just so interesting. I just want to like know what they, and they have some pretty hardcore thoughts about things going on here, but they're really like not involved. And it's hard for me too. I would love to know more about the politics here, but I do, but I need much better German and it's a much more intricate yeah, and diverse system. So, you know, that's another bend from all of this where, like I said, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> but I, think, yeah, but I think from what you were saying before and from each time that we meet and we speak about different things and learning more about your backstory, I think it doesn't necessarily have to be related to art per se in the kind of fine art contemporary art context because I feel like l- looking at a lot of your other work and even seeing the different videos and the, the various communities that you've, I guess, become a part of, it's yeah. more... Um, it's more kind of social documentation. And earlier when you were saying about when you were at NYU, I think it was at NYU, mm. 
it wasn't like at that time nobody was doing art for the sake of art. It was in response to a political climate, or it was to do I, with uh, other Rut- things. Rutgers, yeah, my first one. That's how I began. I think that's how it, because I was actually when I was a kid, I was taking classes at FIT in Manhattan, figure drawing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all about fig- that. I was my ground is in figure drawing. So when I got to a school and I was like amazing, I was amazing at figure drawing. Like I, that's, and dancing and doing figure drawing goes very well together. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. you're learning about your own body and then you're observing bodies and drawing. And you know, for us, it was a great opportunity. Like to have nudes that you get to draw at 16. We're like, I felt very, you know, yeah, like I'm an artist, up. you know, I was <laughs> like, yeah, I watched nude people. It was great. And, and then I go to this school and they're like, well, that's great. But what are you trying to say? Yeah. What's and I was like, oh, see? my God, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I can't just do my... And then going uh, when I went to my Columbia and was learning art education, like getting my degree, it was completely the other way because not doing art for art's sake also can really kill your creativity to, like, only make work about something because it's political or only make... You know yeah. what I mean? You also, no, I mean, that's why I take I, less photos now because I'll pull up my camera and like, what am I going to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. Like, I feel totally, it's like you get disconnected from the medium and the materials. Yeah. You know, totally. And so, but it just like, was like a train I couldn't stop, you know? I mean, it's just because I like, I meet people and I'm so curious about them and interested. And that was another thing with the show that I had, you know, I did have a guy who come in and he's like, is this social research or is this art? And mm-hmm. I was like, huh, I don't know how to answer that. And then I feel like, am I not an artist? I don't know. Maybe I'm not an artist, but I don't know where else you would show this kind of what other realm would it be in and i was like maybe i should not do art <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like i don't know you know even though i did that my whole life and but i really 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 miss uh drawing like miss working on like these wall sites this is like it, it's just for me it's uh that's really where i get to be meditative like yeah. i do that and i'm not I'm not worrying or thinking about anything. People are like, oh, you must love drawing. And I was like, I don't necessarily love art. It's just something I have to do. <laughs> it's like, people, you must love drawing. It's so fun. I'm like, have you ever done a wall piece? Do you think that's fun? I was <laughs> like, it is the most stressful fucking thing in the world. But when I'm doing it, I'm not thinking about the 8,000 other things going on in my mind. And it's like, it's like, you know, I could sit home and like eat 20 bags of potato chips or I can work on a wall piece and forget to eat for two weeks. Like, I get, it's like a crazy into it, but um, I really miss that. And so I felt like I was also doing video and stuff, just trying to, like, trying to feed something in me why I don't have the ability to do the other. But then it's great. It developed me in another way. But again, then I don't have this, like... So the email I wrote you yesterday was like, this interview was supposed to help me focus myself and figure out like how I can actually explain my work to people. And yeah. I don't know if I just made it worse or this, if it made it better or worse. Because I don't have that, you know, elevator pitch to explain myself to people. And that's bad. Like, I should be. But I also just don't even know where to begin. I mean, even this is too long. And then I was looking at Alice and other people's and I was like, wait, they just wrote about the piece they put in. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> no, I had to. No, I mean, I that, that's from about... going to get a doctoral degree. You're like, I have to make everything like, I have to think so much about. Yeah. No, it's really? bad editing, I think. Maybe yeah. just knowing. I need like major back. editing at all times. Like someone to be with me and just edit. <laughs> <laughs> like while I'm speaking. But I just want to keep making things. But it's funny that you said that about your photo. I feel kind of better when you say yeah, that. That's that good. you Yeah. 
I mean, you must see so much too. What you're doing, it's just well. That's the thing, and I guess because I'm so because I have such high expectations of the people that I exhibit, I have higher expectations of myself, and it's like, well, does this make sense? Is there any point in doing this? And you do really <laughs> miss doing it for the pleasure of doing it. And I think, like when you say about drawing and things like that, sometimes it's just nice just to do that as an outlet, not for any any reason other than doing that. And right. there's not really many things that we have that do that now because everything is so goal-driven and result-based. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this. What do I have to get? Like if I'm if I'm running, am I training for... There's an algorithm and, for everything. Yeah, and you can't right? just do it for the fun of doing it. So, Which is why I think actually in the long run, fine arts will be blowing people away because when you're making things in fine arts, like that covers a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying that but in context that's... I mean photography whatever kind like all of these things that just can't naturally be computer generated that we like do just for doing because those things are are like they're like not existing anymore it's like those Mm. are slowly i mean when i think about kids they're just like okay everything is for a reason like there is no reason you know what i I mean there is no way you do anything the other day the kids were there talking about different people's instagram feeds and then they said yeah you know my friend she's starting up a new um she's starting up a podcast so she's got a youtube channel i'm just like i saw a few episodes they were okay i'll just give it a chance and see how it is (laughs) these kids were like 11 my nephew my niece is seven and she's like making these little which freaks me out yeah yeah like what is that i mean i think i was uh, why are you climbing trees and just having fun i forget the comedian from new york but he used to say like like, we had, like, a stick and a rock and got thrown in a backyard. Yeah. And we like, do something. And um, when I studied, really, when I was learning, like, child development and studying for my own mother over-educated degree that I got in art education, though it was fantastic, the program. Like, worth all the money that I can't pay back. I learned all about this, about, like, why we, like, why we do things, why we connect with materials, and, like, how important it is now, especially, just to, like, interact with something else and make something from it that there was no plan. Mm-hmm. Because your creative thinking is working. When you stop doing that, it's like, everyone needs to be instructed to do everything. When you when you stop doing that, it's like, oh, what do I do? Like, we are going down when that's, that when everyone is uh, working that way, it's like, no one will have any more creative ideas. So I guess it's like, sounds doomsday. But um, I really feel like that's, And then also when you can work alone with a material, the stress is like your own level. You're not in competition with necessarily another person in the moment when you're creating. You're like creating just to, you know, even though like if I go to a drawing class, I'm more, obviously, and then it gets worse the less you do it. If I go to a drawing class, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Like what? I used to be able to be really good at this. Yeah. Same with dance. I mean, I, I went back and took all these dance classes with NYU only a few years ago. And of course I broke my ankle. Yeah. Yeah, because I took like three classes. I took like Indian, Chinese, this is hilarious, and African, but I did grow up doing African dance in my high school and modern, but like, you know, three, four years ago doing this, maybe a little more like after not training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah with, with like yeah. undergrads. So I was just like, yeah, it's totally fine. The first day in Chinese dance, we had to like swing swords and like flip on the floor. I like ended up like knocking out something in my back. But when I did it, I'd never documented um, dance or movement before. And uh, because I was broken, Mm -hmm. I asked them all if I could bring the camera in. And, you know, of course, the teachers were like super excited about that because they had no one documenting their class. So that is also another way I got. I started getting back into photography because it was so fun to like just watch 
And also at the time I was like, okay, I can't learn these steps because I can't move. Mm-hmm. And now I have documentation of it so I can do it. And then I was like, I didn't care about that. It was just, I mean, to film like this whole group of people, African dancing, and then all these people doing Chinese dance who are like not Chinese. It was, and then I did a lot of drawings based on that. But I always felt like I was cheating when I did drawings based on like a photo or something because I was taught not to do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then like no one gives a shit about that anymore. Like everybody is just doing that. It's no big deal, but that used to be like the big no-no. Like you can't look at a photo and then paint from it. It was like a horrible thing to do. Yeah. Now it's totally normal. So I was always like, it's only for documentation. I'm not actually using that in the work. Like <laughs> it's not gonna. I'm not like doing a photo realist painting of this. Yeah, and I would actually love to do that again too. Like just because well, you could probably eventually do paintings of the the bike guys and the people that you at the BMX club. Yeah, well, if I have a space, this I would have already began. I tried, I had this res- art residency in Brooklyn, probably in 2012, I think. A 2000, no, no, it was like right after I'd come to Berlin and I had some photos of them and I wanted to do this project, but I just, it was hard because the person who I was using in it just broke up with me. Oh, okay. So that like, and I'm not one of those people who was like, I'm just going to throw myself into my work and I'll forget all about it. It was just like, <laughs> I can't do any artwork. <laughs> like I have to not ever draw again because it reminds me of this person. But I have so much that um, that I hope I could do. I mean, ideally, I would love to have a show where it would have like the drawings, of the, which are like painting drawings because they're not like these real total photo realistic mm-hmm. work, and even prints, and as well as uh, photos. And because I'm doing all these mixed things, and I think when I left my school, I did like installation work, and installation work is a big mixture of yeah exactly. everything yeah, so i think i just media. always like stuck with that and so like that's how i like envision like an ideal sort of show if i wanted to have one and have the time to like do all that but yeah i don't know where i'm going <laughs> but yeah photography is really like and i don't want to stop doing that i think in the past um just but why not keep going with the video? Know. It sounds like the video and the storytelling and the documentation, that yeah. seems to be your strength. And that seems to be what you're more passionate about. And you, it feels like you're pushing yourself to go, I, this is what I should be doing. But you're more naturally, life. Going, into, you're more <laughs> naturally going into another direction. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I think, um, you know what it is? Uh, over uh, Everything gets destroyed. Uh, I literally have it written in one of my pieces on my website. It's It either says, like, don't think too much or don't overthink it. Or it's, like, written in because my one professor came while I was working on the wall piece and took it off. I did it in one day and he took it off the wall. He's like, oh. you're not allowed to work on it. It's over. It's the game over. It's done. Because you're going to destroy it like you do. You just will keep doing it. And I feel like with the video project, I had so much energy to do it. And now I'm like, I thought of all the fails and I thought of all the, maybe this isn't good enough or I should have done it this way. And then it just like sucked all the energy out of me. Um, It made me afraid. Oh, okay. Like maybe I'm doing a mistake or maybe I shouldn't be talking to these people like that. Or maybe people will think this is dumb. Which I don't know why I didn't think of that at the beginning, I guess, because I was fresh to it. But I think that you're right. I think like that's just another thing I need to get over. Yeah, because you had all the positive feedback from the exhibition and the opening and other Except people Except for the guy who was it. like, you need to, you know, you didn't document. Yeah, one person. Totally one. You did not document this documentation correctly. And I need to know exactly where they're from. And I was like, dude, they don't want to tell me where they're from. I don't know. You yeah. know, like, he's like, no, that's like, that's, that should be here listed. And I was like, okay. Other than that, yeah. 
I know, and then I see lots of other projects that like people aren't even thinking half that much about as uh, as about what they're doing. Like they're just making it for like visual and have no problem. And I'm like, that's amazing. So yeah, I should, but I don't even know where I would show any of this stuff. Like who just make it? Sh- I think yeah. yeah. Stop overthinking so it. <laughs> my friends were even when I was doing. It, they're like, is this like a forty minute interview? They're like, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to put this on. Like everything I've ever tried to enter is like five five minute video. Oh. <laughs> like that's not happening <laughs> I was like no I was like I don't know how to do this so yeah I will keep doing it I mean that's why I need to come here and talk to you and keep involving myself in things because um, just worrying about money and jobs and applying to things you really is making me ill like worrying about all that stuff and not ever like you know I like wouldn't let myself uh, do any artwork in the past three months because I was like you I don't deserve it, it. yeah at least you knew where I was coming yeah, from because right. I was like, and I didn't like say that out loud to anyone, but that's how I was like, you need to focus, you need to get a job, you need to, and then you're like allowed. And uh, I was outside for the first, when you asked me if I was out in the sunshine, mm-hmm. like in the last two days was literally like let myself go out aside from the library where I'm having people make me crazy. And I was like, this is like human. You're being like a human talking to people. This is like what you should be doing because I'm really making myself like sick from stress, from not allowing myself, I think, to like just be human (laughs) for a little while because I feel, you know, like embarrassed that I need to be making money and like having a better career here and all this stuff. And then that just really sucks the energy out of, uh, especially when you have a tax tax accountant that you're teaching an English class for who's like, why would anyone ever let you go to art school when you knew you couldn't have a job? love you Elena if you ever Mm. listen to this but she really was like and we're the same age and she's running this whole Stoya Barata firm you know and she's like and I teach in English she it was great they asked me to teach an English class there totally discussion I basically do this for one hour so I was and uh but we get into topics because we're talking and she's just like like she it does not compute for her you know yeah She's like, it's totally insane that you went... And she's like, and you kept doing it. Like, you have three more degrees in it. Like, where were you going with this? You know, you don't have any qualifications. And I was like, actually, I have two teaching licenses. And a lot of, uh, you know, my ideal would have been to work with a museum, Mm -hmm. open a gallery space, do this, something like this was my thinking at the time because I you know you have so much background in something it's insane for me to just be like now I'm going to be an accountant and like forget my entire life that I just worked on so I was we got into this argument because I was like I didn't choose it it chose me that's crazy this is like artist thinking this is why you can't make any money what's wrong with you and I was like you're right you're totally right I don't know what's wrong I was like even in college I was like what are we going to do when we graduate and the best was this opera singer came out and was like as I look out amongst all you, it's very famous opera singer. The normal university got like a famous actress for, who went to Rutgers because it has this like massive theater mm-hmm. school. And then we get this opera singer who I'm sure was somebody amazing and at 17, I can't remember, 18, who it was. And he just said, as I look out amongst all you waiters and waitresses, I just think, don't give up. Like that was this, that's what they said at our graduation. And I was just like, there's an entertainment factor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it was good to talk to you when I think, um, I suppose it's like you said when you came in, like we only ever speak at openings or other events. So I think to kind of, to, to have a conversation outside of that context, I think it's always nice to kind of get that more personal 
one-to-one. So yeah, yeah, this has been, I'm glad that we did this. This was really nice. Good. I hope it was not, <laughs> I hope it was entertaining for you. And I hope it was entertaining, but also insightful for everybody listening. If you've not already, I recommend visiting the links in the description to see Lynn's work for yourself. You may have also noticed that the podcast is now available on the major streaming platforms, making it possible to subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. If you want to go directly to the source, we're hosted on Podbean. As always, please follow us on social media, support us on Patreon, and we also welcome you to leave a comment, question, or send any feedback. Thanks again for listening. My name's Michael Dooney, and you've been listening to Subtext and Discourse.